All right, folks. Are we ready? Ready for the floor show? Yep. I do. Yes. I know smiling doesn't get translated. Smiling doesn't really work very well. (laughs) We are preparing! Welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I am your host, Neil Cordray. I'm joined this week by... The one true Ben. Tiffany. Mike. Lacey. Yeah, we got new we got new people and no Wookiee. That's fun, right? Yay! <laughs> Tiffany's been on the show before. Lacey has not. Um, at least not in this. She's been in the actual place, but that's side the point. In any case... She's um, the podcast version. Yes. Yes, is the and first Rocky Horror Virgin until tonight? Mm. No. She owned it. No. 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 Tiff is a Rocky Horror no. Virgin. No, no, I was. Keep guessing. You were. Yes, in any case. Yes, um, the theater major Rocky was Horror. the Rocky Horror. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Since I was like 15 when I first discovered it. Indeed. So. <laughs> um, cat's out of the bag. Almost 20 years. I'm sorry, um, turn the gain up on the mic a little bit. Okay, so, um... We just watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I was and I just watched it for the first time, so that was interesting. That's what um, I call a hot take, am I right? I know, right? <laughs> uh, so we will do standard review procedure on that. No spoilers. Spoilers, although there's not really. I mean, it's, yes, it came out in it's 1975. Yeah, like, but I feel, but I feel like we should maintain. No. I feel like we should maintain form. <laughs> well, it, it's been out since 1975. It's a cult. Classic. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what it is. Um, if they are saying no spoilers, uh, they're dumb and they deserve. Wrong episode. By the way, uh, what would you really spoil? Uh, it's a very good question. Like, really nothing matters. It it's just insanity from start to finish. There, there, there is something to that. But let's defend. let's start as we tr- uh, as we typically try to this week in geek. Anything interesting happen? Let's see. Um, the Foreigner with Jackie Chan is out now. Ah, yes. Jackie Chan, new movie. And uh, later this week, by the time people are hearing this, mm-hmm. Stranger Jackie Things Jackie. Season 2 will be out. Ah, yes. Uh, which they released a new trailer for that. Um, and they've got the last trailer out for uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. I'm excited oh, that reminds me. Um, so Justice League's runtime has been released. Uh-huh. Of 121 minutes, and apparently the person that broke the story has gotten death threats over it. That's fun. Because I don't know why. Death threats because they released the the time. The because run, time of the theatrical cut. Yeah, I. For why? Apparently, I can't. Apparently, in the in the fact that he released it. He said something about it not about it being long enough or too long or something. I can't I don't know. Oh. He made some mention about <laughs> the runtime being inappropriate in some way. And apparently people climbed down his throat over it. Oh how dare he I got this second hand, but um, Oh, how dare he have an original opinion? I know, right? This is why I can't do the internet. Like, I just can't. 
You're doing it right now. I can't. Yeah. Can't. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They're or the internet doing you. Right. Sure. I, I can't. We're not, we're not to Rocky Horror yet. Um, <laughs> just, uh, damn. Yeah, how dare you have a different opinion just, than me? I, I just threaten you, yeah. Yeah, yes. I can't with people. Like, honestly. Like, Most people can't even. Yeah. <laughs> so they should odd. But um, Which is what we're doing. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm actually, I didn't <laughs> see that coming. <laughs> That's what she said? Uh, I saw that one coming. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, we did see that one coming. Yeah, so, yeah. That's um, exactly what she said. <laughs> any other news of the geeky variety? I, it's kind of it, we're kind of in a dry spell kind right of now. Geek news yeah, because right. we're waiting for we're in that period. Um, we're waiting for summer Star blockbusters Wars. are over, and we're and we haven't quite gotten to Star Wars yet. And we're in Halloween, which is the horror month. So. Of course, next month, yeah. like every five minutes, a new game is going to come out because it's November. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be that. Well, we already had Broketober, and now we have No Cash November. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then December happens, and that's and that's Christmas. Yeah, this is no cash December. Yeah, um, <laughs> January or February. I am. I, I will say, um, Broketober. I've only so far uh, dedicated my money towards one new release, and that is uh, Wolfenstein Two: New Colossus. Comes out. Um, I will be. I will have probably played most of it by the time this episode comes out, because it comes out on fr- because this episode comes out on Saturday. Games available on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, um, and there's still Stranger Things to do. Yeah, there's Stranger Things. Should maybe do an episode on Stranger Things. Hey, it should. Yeah, we'll be I, out when this is uploaded, and we'll be yeah. out in a few days from now. We'll see about it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, probably be a good way to end November. Mm-hmm. End October. Um, well. I've called it Schlocktober, Shocktober, and now um, I'm not sure Brooke what the turbulence is going to be. Yeah, Brooktober, that works. This is an interesting thing worth mentioning. I got reached out to by a Mr. Troy Durkey, um, who does some really cool... Um, this is a shout-out to you. Uh, he goes by the... Uh, by the music moniker Dream Reaper online. He does dark techno. Uh, he wanted to see if we could use any of his, if we were interested in using any of his music in the podcast. Oh. Unfortunately, I'd already chosen music for this episode. But... Uh, but it's definitely something I would be contacting him about, say, you know, um, yeah. in the future. Because uh, his music's really good. Check him out. Uh, he is at... Uh, let's see. He's on SoundCloud, uh, Dream, Re- Dream Reaper Music. He's also on Bandcamp, or you can just go to DreamReaperMusic.com. Awesome. Well, when you do an episode on Rocky Horror, aren't you like obligated to have certain music already picked out? Um, well, here's the thing. I actually haven't like I haven't. I know what I want. I haven't gone out and gotten it yet because I can't use music directly from the from the movie for fear of copyright. Even if it is for review purposes. Yeah. Um, but YouTube's barely. weird because we're not reviewing the music, we're reviewing the movie, and it's complicated as to whether or not that's fair use or not, and I like to err on the sub- on the line of not because I'm not protected as an LLC yet, so if anyone sues me, I'm, I, I, they can take all of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if getting around that would be using the Glee version. 
That's just a whole nother. Uh, no, that that's a different. A that's a different copyright. You're just changing the flavor of your lawsuit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I might I might sing one. Then then it's a cover version, and that's. See, that's where I was going with the creepiness. In any case, yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, Rocky Horror. Um, we're digressing very effectively. Well done. Um, well, and, and, and here's a, here's a here's a good segue into Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. In that Rocky Horror opens with its own version of the 20th Century Fox. Uh, mm-hmm. 20th Century oh, Fox fanfare. We we forgot. Um, spoiler of the week. Yes. It's just a jump to the left. Yes. That is all. Yes, that is all. So yeah, it does start out with its own thing. It's really uh, it's, oh um. Yeah, we're just forgetting all of our standard uh, hallmarks. Uh, the What's drink- Neil drinking? What, what are we all drinking? Well, yeah, we were all drinking <laughs> Absolute Pleasure, which I thought was kind of okay. You were like, <laughs> adequate pleasure? Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> well, pleasure. I was like, uh, I could drink this. Um, I'll probably never make it again. We heard it was a, a very, very... Strong it's strong, yes. Booze <laughs> mixed with booze mixed with booze. That, that, was, that <laughs> drink was stronger than Rocky Horror. A little bit Horror. of syrup and a couple of cherries <laughs> to make it. It was booze on booze on booze on booze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you yeah, it was stronger than a monster. It took five shots to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had about five shots in it, too. So, uh... <laughs> 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 um, so yes, uh, Rocky Horror. And I am... I mean... I I was so I was the Rocky Horror Virgin um, for this particular uh, outing, but I was only sort of a Rocky Horror Virgin. I'm I am cursorily aware, uh, like I know half the lyrics to to Sweet Transvestite. Um, I know science fiction double feature. Yep. Um, you didn't know I didn't, Seven Days and Seven Nights. I didn't know Seven Days and Seven Nights, no. Or the fan version of that, yeah. which we will not sing out loud. Yeah. Because that is so terribly, terribly offensive. Yes, it is. But then this whole movie is very, very offensive to many, many sensibilities. Yes. Um, not least the LGBTQ community, more so towards... <laughs> towards everybody else because it seems to go to the great lakes to offend them but yeah, um i will say this i would not my my mother would be aghast at it and my father would not enjoy it my mother has never seen nor do i think she's ever heard of the rocky horror picture show <laughs> i don't know actually I, my I, mother I might get, might be cool with it now i don't know my, my mother cool. hasn't my mom's interesting so. Because <laughs> my mother adores Tim my, Curry. My dad will just, I don't think he would enjoy it. My mom finds it fabulous. She's like, yeah. yes. About it. So, okay. Once again, to prove that I am the oldest among us, Rocky Horror Picture Show was my first exposure to Tim Curry. Exposure to what? Tim Curry. I think that's the apt, that's the operative <laughs> phrase. Wasn't it also his first, uh, first yes. silver screen role? Yes, that's why. <laughs> It was the first. Well, it was the first time Tim Curry exposed himself to you, and it would not be the last. <laughs> he did so oh, every my. Friday. <laughs> Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> uh, yes, he did so every Friday night for for a number of for a number of months while I was in the military. Uh, goodness gracious! Oh, uh, Rocky. Um, 
I don't even know how to how to go about this episode. I, I, I have a I have a prism we can begin with. I have a structure. Here. Go for it. All right. <laughs> My, my first thought here is, now I've seen it before, but it was like once and it was like over 10 years ago. So, um, you know, now that I've seen it again, having already seen it and just like, there's a lot of subtleties. There, there, well, not subtlety. I mean, a lot of it's very blatant, but uh, yeah, but there, are subtleties. But there, there are subtleties in it when you, that you don't catch the first time you see it. Uh, and also, of course, you know, here, because it's a musical and that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just random things that, for some reason, I didn't realize at first, like, Eddie is meatloaf. Like, I don't know how I missed that. I kind of knew. I was like, he's, I recognize that guy, but I can't quite place it. And I'm like, holy shit, it's meatloaf. It's meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> and I also, like how, I also like how his name... Well, it was what's for dinner. Yeah, I, lo- I also like how... Oh, how, God, I just got that. <laughs> yeah, they were eating, they were eating yeah, meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. Right, which is, which is what... Which they is literally the, eat meatloaf this, on many levels. Yeah, the, which is where the... This is where the Brad gets it, yeah. Janet gets it. I do love that, his name, I do love that his name was already meatloaf. Loaf, though before he was chopped up and served as meat. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I, don't know, I think one of the great like subtle things, like like you were saying, like, I think one of the great subtle things about the movie is like in the very beginning when they're at the church and you see the cast. Yeah, yeah you oh, see, I totally missed that the first time. I, yeah, yeah, the whole cast yeah. is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, everybody, Columbia, Magenta. Yeah, they have Brad, a good picture with you with the main cast. All of the uh, all of the Transylvanians. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's great. Yep. So that's I like that kind of little nod. Yeah, life's pretty cheap to their type. <laughs> I also think it's interesting how Meatloaf appears in the credits as Meatloaf. He always appears as Meatloaf, though. I know, but still, it's everyone else has names, and he's just Meatloaf. Name recognition, baby, even in yeah. 75. I know. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. it's always been that way. Just like Paradise by credits. the dashboard light. Huh? Paradise by the dashboard yeah. light. Yep. But yeah, he's bad out of hell. <laughs> and that was another thing that was that was debatably subtle was the motorcycles coming through before it gets into the castle, and then you have the whole Eddie motorcycle, and the motorcycle thing becomes this big theme. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I forgot well, that was even a thing originally that they had this motorcycle passing by and everything. Well, yeah, of course, in '75, motorcycles were kind of a you know dangerous. You know, they were a, right. They were iconic thing of <coughs> associating rebellion. with with, uh, yeah. with motorcycle gang. Because if you notice, Eddie had the helmet. Well, I mean, Easy Rider came out in '69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, true. Eddie had the, the the old German helmet. Yeah. But all the other riders had the face covering full gray. Yeah, the full helmet. You know, and the, yeah, more modern stuff. Yeah. But of course, I loved the house. I loved that house. That oh, was just, yeah. Just, I mean, amazingly knick-knack filled. Oh, well, yeah. the stage dressing um, is just glorious. Yeah. Uh, just across the board. Yeah. And and I think also uh, very great shout-outs to the, uh, to the, uh, the costumer. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially for the for the chorus, right? The Transylvanians, right? Um, because they all were unique it, in their uniform. appearance, but at the same yeah. time semi-uniform. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it's a really yeah. tough needle to thread, and that's another thing, another mm-hmm. like kind of macro thought I have about the the movie and just the you know any performance of it really um, is doing something that is intentionally quote unquote bad 
but also good. Yeah. That is really tough to pull off. That is, yeah. yeah. That is almost impossible to pull Especially, off. Especially, well, so it's bad. a send-up of all these crazy, yeah. they even mentioned Forbidden Planet in the song yeah. and science fiction double feature, like all these cheesy old mm-hmm. sci-fi movies, like, yeah. that's a big well, part of it, a send-up of all that stuff, all those tropes. So bad right? it's good is yeah. so typically something you accidentally fall into. Yes, exactly. Ma- purposefully making something so bad it's good is damn hard. Yep. And I think that is what they pulled off rather well. Yeah. And the one big part of this, a lot of this, is the chemistry between Frankenfurter and Riff Raff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I am going to say a thing that I don't know how controversial it is because I don't I Riff Raff I think was actually my favorite character. Oh, Everyone loves I mean yeah. uh, Tim Curry gets all the love because he's Tim Curry. Right. Oh, yeah. But for me, Riff Raff really stole every single scene he was in, and typically all he was doing was looming in the background. I would, I would say that I agree to an extent. Like, I say they're closely tied for first as far as just, like, charisma or, you know, performance or whatever you want to, however you want to quantify it. But I definitely get where you're coming from, especially in the sense that Riff Raff was just Riff Raff. Like, now, you know you realize after the fact that he's the guy who created the whole thing, uh, Richard O'Brien, right? Mm-hmm. But um, he didn't have the Tim Curry coattail. Like, when people haven't seen well, it, and they're like, oh, Tim Curry. To now, be fair, no, Tim Curry time, didn't have coattails at that point. But this either. is the context of, I mean, how many people realistically, I mean, you know, people ben. weren't... This is the context of people that aren't seeing it when it's new. Yeah, yeah. Riff Raff, I mean, yeah, definitely Riff Raff is a character that you can keep your eye on, but I, I, I disagree with saying that Tim Curry steals the scene because he's Tim Curry. Tim Curry wasn't quite Tim Curry at the time, and I use air quotes, because right. he wasn't this huge thing that he is now. And I think, mm. I mean, if you look in some of the scenes, like, um, say the... Um, especially like uh, when Meat Love comes out and he's singing his song. He's singing mm-hmm. Saturday Night. And he owns and, that whole stage. He, yeah. He, Meat Love does. <clears throat> when they show the reaction shots of Frankenfurter and Tim Curry, he's he's standing there and you just he had these expressions that you're mm-hmm. just like. Yeah. It's it's not because Tim Curry he he can move between roles and I've seen him in other yeah. roles and it's not well just the man it's has, not that the man has range he does for days so yeah. like I I feel like he he um, he you forget that he's Tim Curry and it's Frankfurter right yeah for me I mean like that's, well, he it's kind of like a Heath Ledger character. Joker scenario yeah well yeah. where he just loses himself into the mm-hmm. character and you're like wow that's damn impressive his yeah. his, his yeah. reactions for mm-hmm. me make a lot of the film. Yeah. So it's worth mentioning also that um, the movie Legend, where uh, where Tim Curry plays Darkness, uh, which everyone remembers as the guy with the big horns, right, and the huge chin, <laughs> and the huge chin, and and like fifty thousand pounds of prosthetics. Yep. Um, the reason he got Tim Curry got that role is because Ridley Scott saw um, Rocky Horror, and Tim Curry's also one of the f- very few actors that I can think of. Who wouldn't just get completely buried in that makeup? No, because you yeah. in, in, in Tim Curry moves in yeah. the makeup. Yeah, well, no, but I mean, but I mean, like it, Tim Curry still like emotes and is glorious in that movie right. because yeah. he's Tim fucking Curry. 
Well, yeah, and and, and that's <laughs> part of the, a lot of this is the way he moves, not only his face but his entire body, yeah. his eyes. It, yeah, it's just the way they move. And I think a lot of the, what I was well, what I was trying to say is his, a lot of Tim McGraw's expressions, like you said, it comes from the way he emotes and mm-hmm. brings forth the character through his right. facial expressions. Mm-hmm. So we're um, not going to have interstitial this week. <laughs> it's a bit of a chicken or the egg thing, right? Like. There's the character of Frankenfurt, and then there's Tim Curry bringing it to life. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's like, what makes Frankenfurter amazing is the fact that Tim Curry is Frankenfurter. Well, in, in many of, ways. Part, of, part of what I think made Tim Curry, Frankenfurter, so blatantly amazing is that you can also tell that he enjoys every second that, yes. he, is stomp- that he is chewing that scenery. That is true. Oh, yeah. You can tell everyone is enjoying themselves. Tim's probably enjoying himself the most. The most, yeah. It's arguable. And see, and that's, and that's yeah, where, he has the most to work with. That's where the chemistry between him and Richard O'Brien right. comes in, uh, between him and Riff, because he, you know, Frankenfurter treats Riff Raff like shit. <laughs> yeah, well, his name is Riff Raff. Yeah. For a reason. But, I mean, not even because he's mad at him. No, just because he enjoys doing it. You know, it was like when he hands him his, when he hands him the drink, he just kind of shoves him out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that was a great. Yeah, just little tiny gags like that. These yeah. little bits here and there that just are hilarious. Yeah, and it just like. And by the way, like early fourth wall breaking, where like he splashes the drink into the camera and all right. that. Like this is old school fourth huh. wall breaking here. Yeah. Well, there were many, many. Of course, many, the, the obvious many, one is the the narrator. Talking directly yeah. to you. Well, and 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 Frankenfurter got a lot of times where he did where he broke the cardinal rule of acting in a uh, in a movie, which is don't look at the camera. Right. Yep. There are a number of times where he stared directly at the camera and very much on purpose. Right. Well, Riff, yeah, and, Riff and Magenta do yeah. that. They, at one yeah, point. they do this. Everyone thing. does. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, the right whole before thing is... they do the elbow sex thing, they look at the camera like, <laughs> yeah. you know? What's so surreal? Like, that's part of elbow the charm, sex. you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, for those of you who have not ever seen Rocky Horror... Or just forget what the elbow sex is. Yeah, first of all, shame on you. <laughs> Re- remedy this, this failing on your part <laughs> immediately. But secondly, okay, Riff, riff Raff and... and um, Magenta have this thing where they'll basically put their hands together, run their hands up until their elbows touch, right, and then back down. Which, in a way, is actually creepier than actual sexual contact. Exactly. It's and my <laughs> favorite aficionados call that elbow sex. <laughs> I don't know if it's creepier. I mean, it's weird, but I don't know what's creepier. It, it's, it's, but it's this thing that only they do, and they do it a right. lot. Right. <laughs> yes. It isn't as creepy, but I don't know if it's creepier than actual sexual. Well, it's almost the mm-hmm. it's it's either a form considering of, who we're talking about. Yeah, true. Um, well, it's essentially a stand-in for it anyway. In real so. life, the gag. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, or a no, that comes sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so and this 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 episode, by the way, if you hadn't worked it out yet, is gonna get pretty sexual in nature. It's the, Rocky in, Horror. It's Rocky Horror. The whole movie, <laughs> um, yeah. not let, so subtly, this, the is a big innuendo. Yeah, well, yeah. It's not subtle. Yeah, yeah. It's not a triple and quadruple on top. There, there's a with a twist. Yeah, and it's worth. It's also worth. Worth mentioning, there's a. Uh, the, uh, it gets a little rapey. Yeah. Yeah, it does get a little rapey. 
And by a little rapey, I mean Frankenfurter rapes both of our main characters. Right. And then he gets talking about... Not graphically, but... Yeah. He seduces them under false pretenses. Yes. But even Consent then, is important, folks. Well, depending on how you read the silhouettes and the blocking... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, still, it's a well, I could argue that there is already that that had already begun. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyhow, still, consent is important, folks. Yeah, that's the it's point. Still a little rapey. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, there is the whole. Well, then, of course, there's Janet with with Rocky. Yeah. You know, later on, is can he really consent? Right. He's like a day old. Yeah. And exactly. Has half a brain. <laughs> yeah. Half. Yeah. A, oh, yeah. That's right. They establish he has half a brain. As yep. Well. He has half of Eddie's brain specifically. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and then of course. Wow, that just puts it. I just you just blew my mind there because I I forgot to connect those dots. Like he kills Eddie, mm-hmm. so it's like half of that brain he murders, and the other half he wants to fuck. Yeah, like that's really weird. Um. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Should I? Did I make a mistake in, in splitting his brain between the two of them? And of course, that's after he kills the first half. So in a way, necrophilia. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> After cannibalism. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, cannibalism. They check that box, too, didn't they? Right. Yeah, no, Let's see. There is not a checked box that goes unchecked in this movie. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Well, and, and what's what's funny is, not funny, but you know when you talk about being rapey, the position we see Rocky in um, when Riff goes to torment him. Oh yeah, he's right. all yeah, chained he's up chained on his stomach. He's chained to a bed. He's chained right. up on his stomach. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point actually. <laughs> you know, like I mean, ostensibly there were still like several days left, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank Furr's yeah. not exactly the guy that plays by the rules, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot of um, <laughs> highly adult themes. Yeah. It's rated R for. <laughs> oh hell yeah! So it was the original rated R. I mean, it was it, uh, the only time it could ever be it's shown. A in hard R was on weekends oh at midnight. <laughs> it's rated R. <laughs> yeah, pirate rating. It's so true. Yeah. yeah, but um, <clears throat> and then at my house, my mom was like, "Yeah, sure, you can watch this movie." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I kind of want to see the TV edit. Just, oh my uh, there's a TV. Well, okay, there's always gotta, a TV. You got to remember that the, no. the 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 only pair of tits we actually really see are Columbia's. Yeah, yeah, at the very end. Columbia. And I never really realized that before. I was like, oh, her tits are out. Yeah, I didn't. Well, you know. no, there's there's one part, and that's the part that I that I nobody points a nipple at me and gets away with it. <laughs> There were rude titties all over the place. I really didn't yeah. realize how, how much they were out before. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, that was something I noticed in the second viewing. I was like, wow, they're just really out there. They are they? out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it was, it was kind of funny because she pulls that shirt down and they. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I never noticed that before, but, eh, you know, it's. Yeah. Whatever. Man, I hope my pastor doesn't listen to I this mean, one. <laughs> 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 we never see Susan Sarandon's breasts. Yeah. No. We never see we never see uh, magentas. No. <laughs> you know? um, I don't think we see anybody else's, but you know, no, but uh, we see Tim Curry's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Brad's and Rocky's. But if Rocky. 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 <laughs> like in this day and age in the age of Game of Thrones, it's not really a big deal. Yeah. Right, I know. Like we'll know if we'll completely have a you know comeback for her career. No. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, you know it was. I don't know, it's one of those things of 
at the end, the weird thing is at the end. The weird thing. The weird, <laughs> that would be all thing. of it. One of the Well, to me, the thing that after watching it, you know, and you know, years and years ago, and now looking at it, you know, um, having been four or five years since I saw it last, it's so strange that at the end, barring mind control, you know, there is this sort of all inhibitions gone orgy right. in the pool. You know, you're going, okay, are they mind-controlled, or are they just, you know... By the way, they... total foreboding with the very beginning when they talk about getting wet, and then they're in the pool, having yes. energy. you go wet. <laughs> talk yes. about a long anticipation. Say it! Say it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and doing, doing, the, doing the, the audience participation with that is half the fun. For I, me. Was, yeah, I, I was, I had never seen, I never heard that, and I didn't know what it was about, and I must admit, it's very amusing. <laughs> I know, hearing you I would you love do to that do that in the made theater. me want to Somebody knocking on the phone, is that important? Huh. Hearing you do that made me want to, <laughs> makes me want to go to an audience participation. The squirt gun thing sounds fun too. Yeah, yeah. And the toast. The There's toast, so many toast. great things. Well, <laughs> toast. Uh, squirt, squirt guns are bar in, are banned a lot in most movie theaters. Um, right. Because gun looking objects in a theater. Well, well and, and water and equipment on, issues. Yeah, things, water yeah, breaking. Um, but yeah, it just it's there are so many things. Yeah, because you got you, uh, a lot of times you come in with newspaper toast, water guns. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. We couldn't do. We couldn't throw toast at the screen. What a pathetic umbrella, by the way. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, I have a, half of a thing of a newspaper. I'm okay now, right? And you notice that it doesn't appear to be all that soggy. Right. right. You know, it's it's still maintaining its shape. Yeah. yeah that, that prop newspaper was a good choice. Yeah, you remain dry. And and the other thing is that she's reading a newspaper in a car in the dark. Right. <laughs> Another thing you didn't notice in the first viewing. Right? But it magically yeah. has this light cast upon it so she can read it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your your newspaper doesn't do that. It doesn't self illuminate so you can read it in the dark. <laughs> um, it you know, does. Sixties model car. But we're in 2017. <laughs> right. Yeah. My my newspaper. I am pulling up my phone, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. My newspaper on occasion rings. <laughs> <laughs> In you know, 
but you evidently you can get get to it via the stairs and the elevator and the <coughs> secret right. egg Kool-Aid uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> entrance up oh, on yeah. the top. Do you think I ever explain why he's in a wheelchair? Because he's because criminologists so often are because he's the stereotypical um, because it, because it's the stereotype yeah uh, the the I wizened I didn't know that was a stereotype the the wizened professor the brilliant yet frail yeah. scientist mm-hmm. right exactly because then you have so he was in a wheelchair exactly. majors yeah. whipping off the whipping the, uh, the the glasses off as long as he needed to be in a wheelchair. He was in one. When yeah. the plot didn't debate anymore. Com- completely do the can-can along with everyone else on right. stage. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. While uh, sitting in the wheelchair. <laughs> Transylvanian science. Indeed. I guess. Science fiction. Double feature. Picture show. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> well, it, was, it was interesting that uh, earlier on... Um, we were talking about what... Uh, because Wookie wasn't going to be here... And Neil's Neil's first message was uh, was it? Yeah, he freaks. He freaks. Yeah, he freaks. Was it? Yeah, no. It was, he gets strung out by the way yeah. he looks. <laughs> he gets strung out by the way. By the way, Tim Curry looks in this movie. Right, and Wookie, I, I guess, didn't catch that. I did because <laughs> my my next response was, well, you know, by the end of the day, he's not much of a man. <laughs> Well, I, if you recall, I made that joke at Consplosion too for, about the Frankenfurter cosplayer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we we threw that we threw those all around. Yeah. But it's you know because, like I said, I might not have ever seen the movie until now, but I knew half the lyrics. Yeah. But it's, like I said, it was weird. It was kind of strange to me at the end. Is like suddenly they're this you know they all come together in this pursuit of pleasure. With, like, full-on Joker makeup, by the way. Yeah, you really know. weird. But, you know, they're all, you know... You didn't notice that Tim Curry or Frank Furter painted their statues? Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, yeah. you saw them prepping it, but... Yeah. yeah he, Seeing it in statue form is different. It, yeah. it was just kind of strange to me. It was one of the few things that did this disconnect, because prior to that, you know... <laughs> Brad was trying to hit him. Janet was freaking out. Right. You know. Well, yeah, no, he was getting all, I mean, he was getting all rapey into rapey mode again. Like, yeah. He was chasing Janet around when she's, you know, like, in her skibbies and stuff. <laughs> which well, she spent Which she's pretty much perpetually yeah. in. Yeah. Well, you, at first think that he's going to attack her and then he gets all rapey. It's... Yeah. But then again, yeah, I don't know. He's a conflicted and, you know, complicated individual. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Rape doesn't seem very complicated to me. It seems just wrong. And, you know, yes. back in the day, our co- I, I think... Well, we're talking about the, the character. Well, we're talking yeah. about in the Frank of Yeah, well, back in, also back in the day, consent wasn't as well... Understood. Um, oh no, it was completely well, it was completely understood. It just wasn't as well. Um, I was what I'm looking for. Uh, Respected. Yeah, and I think it, it was not. It it was considered. It took less to consent. Because are, you, are you starting to? St- are you saying that people were more rapey in the past? That uh, sounds like yeah. What we, you're saying. we were. Yeah. I mean, the idea of you know she must have wanted it was w- more widely accepted. Not, you know, 
So, I mean, not that we were more or less rapey in the past. It's just that our... Rape culture think, is bad, folks. I think our, <laughs> our concept of consent wasn't as... Uh, the necessity, our, our, our concept of the necessity of consent had not gotten to the point where it is now. It was still a thing that we could be fuzzy about and not feel bad about. We have since, you know, started to realize, oh, hey, yeah, we need to do more than just, you know, assume. I like the tea, I like the uh, tea uh, model of consent. Yep. Yes. We are segueing super hard. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. But we, you know, and we tends to investigate political Thank you. tracks. But yeah, I, well, I mean, it, it tends to be, it tends to happen that way, anyways. I mean, it's one of those things. Rock Horror Picture Show is not a movie that could be done today. Oh no. No. Yeah, let's bring it back. Uh, a bit. No. Very no. Yeah, rape culture aside, the LGBT community would. Unless, unless Rocky was, play, unless Frank and oh, was, was played by a transgendered or a drag queen. Yes. Yes. Which. Uh, Actually, there'd be quite a few. Well, and, and, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and you know, I watch it. it makes, yeah, it makes me wonder what. Mm-hmm. Of course, it does make me kind of wonder how is the movie viewed by the by the by the LGBTQ community. Um, uh, I think that would be something for worth a follow up later. Yeah, um, that that is worth asking. I know that the LGBT community is is actually typically pretty pretty okay with actual drag queens, which yeah. is how you would have to play, which is. How Tim Curry is playing. Well, they, on on stage projections, they've had mm-hmm. Laverne Cox play Frankenford, and she's transgender. Mm-hmm. So that's it, yeah. it goes. It went over very yeah. well. Well, I think uh, I think even just you know doing the whole phrase of X community feels this way about thing Y mm-hmm. is a little unfair to paint I an entire see, group yeah, with one yeah. brush. I think that's LGBT fair. That community just because yeah. you fall into group A or B doesn't mean you, mm-hmm. you have to have a particular opinion yeah. about something. Because I, of your I think that is race, given, that is given my understanding. Sex orientation, etc. I think the LGBT community is pretty okay with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Maybe because it's a tongue-in-cheek yeah. kind yeah. of movie. Um, well, context <laughs> matters. But right? if they were to redo the film in today's standards, they'd have to do it. Well, they could never read it. Well, here's the thing, right? It's no. They did do a they, they, didn't they do a miniseries? They no. did no, they did they did something on TV. Ah. Yes. Uh, but see, all you're doing is just you're trying to you're just essentially doing an homage at that point. Yeah. They like do I feel like the reason why it can't be done is not about some sort of like moray or something. It's because be, because it's not shocking anymore. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like and, how and, is that relevant anymore? And secondly, in 1975, because... this was some groundbreaking shit. Yeah, in twenty seventeen, in, 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 in nineteen seventy five, that's the thing is, is it was groundbreaking, but it was also uh, considered decadent. Yeah, you know, and and that was I think what what got it to its audience. Which odd, odd thing, Rocky Horror Picture Show has two sequels. But oh jeez, yes, one of which is called Shock Treatment. It features. Riff and magenta, but it's yeah weird. No. Anyways, so this yeah. is, is this like a Grease Two situation where you uh, wish it didn't exist? Yeah, kind of pretty I much like people Grease ignore it. Wasn't this um, the first one though? But anyways, it's just just one of those aside. Shock treatment. It, Rocky Horror is not something that should ever have sequels. No, it's not. It takes and, away and from the further adventures of Brad and Janet. It, it takes away from the magic <laughs> that is the film. The, 
Yeah, and, and redoing, the, yeah. redoing the film, I mean, no. my God, you just can't beat Tim you, Curry. Well, you can't capture the essence of the yeah, entire cast. You. It's not just Tim Curry, although Tim Curry is <laughs> yeah. fabulous. Because so, um, then, then Susan Sarandon. You can't, you can't just, yeah. there's not a single actor or actress that I can think of that could capture the what this cast brought. Right. Well, I mean, because, yeah, with Susan Sarandon watching Janet evolve. You know, even though this, yeah. this was a deliberately bad movie, we do see the evolution of Janet. We do see the evolution of Brad. We do see the minute evolution of Rocky. Um, you know, he's <laughs> only got half a brain. He can only go so far. Yeah, Rocky can't like really evolve. <laughs> yeah, you know. Rocky just can't evolve, really, unfortunately. Uh, just a random aside here. Um, the... The bright short shorts that Rocky wears. Yeah. Does that remind you of Goldmember? Well, that's because they were Gold LeMay. Uh, yeah. Right. Which which Roots. I was wondering, yeah. like, is that just a coincidence, or do you think they were inspired by Rocky Horror for the? Uh, I think it choice? was the '70s, and a lot of stuff was made out of Gold LeMay. Yeah, that's a good point. It's the era that's responsible. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be a lot of cross pollination. I mean, yeah. Because yeah, right, even his chains were gold, you know. Yeah. yeah it's just it's the '70s. Thing, the '70s. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well, and and remember, science fiction, the, yeah, gold will make. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The, the the science that was the, the the alien costumes that Riff Raff. Right, I mean, look at Riffin, look at Riffin and Magenta's mm-hmm. costume at the end. Yeah, it's the the padded gold and black yeah, and silver all cliches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and padded future events such as these may happen to your to your family in the future. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Although some of the lyrics were, you know, and when you go through some of the songs. Like when you, uh, the whole uh, light in the darkness riffs riffs uh, uh, part. When you sit and listen to it, is it's poetic as fuck. I will admit I couldn't make out any of the lyrics because you were singing along. <laughs> I wasn't singing along. I didn't. I didn't know that one. I don't know that part. I no. couldn't sing along to it. I have difficult. I had difficulty following the lyrics. I really needed subtitles. Yeah, I mean, um, it was just... Well, yeah, um, I mean, it's, some of them are difficult regardless. Yeah, well, and that and my TV setup, I don't think has the best setup for the for audio. I, I will agree with them, though. Lyrically, the, the music in this uh, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Well, I think that's another thing about uh, seeing it multiple times is that you hear and understand and appreciate more of the lyrics. So, like, mm-hmm. the first time around... Well, especially because the first time around, you're just trying... Your brain is desperately trying to process all the... <laughs> what in the planet the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, what is happening right now? So it's it's harder mm-hmm. to kind of, like, get some of the more, you know, like, specific lyrics and yeah. body language, nuances and stuff. You have to, you know, say it at least two or three times to really catch most of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, just... Um, here he goes. Yeah, uh, wrist part. The darkness must go down the river of night's dreaming. Flow, Morpheus, slow. Let the sun and light come streaming into my life. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> thing where he's singing in the... In yeah, the, the incredible Shrieky Riff Raff. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> the thing where he's being projected on the map painting. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Which I will say, actually, uh, given the tie, was actually some really nifty editing. Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. they were pretty I, it, it stood out like a sore thumb mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. sticking just a little a little uh, window against the map painting was impressive because, yeah, that was a map painting. Right. But it was just, yeah. Uh, and 
you go through the lyrics of any of those songs, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> Which, just a jump to the left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he just said he didn't like his teddy. You know, he wasn't no good kid. <laughs> when we turned your life with a switchblade knife. Yeah, Teddy, and that's speaking of double entendres. What a guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave me hanging here? Oh. I can't remember the lyric. Makes you cry. Uh, Makes you cry. Und I did. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, uh, the Dr. Scott thing was also, I mean, he, was, he wasn't in the movie that long, but like he really made his time count. Yeah, especially yeah. the chorus line that was fantastic. Well, you, you notice he, he danced in, he danced around in that wheelchair in, in during the Eddie song. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. and I love holding the switchblade like a pen. Right, <laughs> just like. Uh, HKLP. Huh? HKLP. Hold my, hold my pen. Yeah. Uh, mother. Do you take that, Silencio? There we go. Okay. I will have to call her soon. Okay. Oh, we're good. But um, yeah, it's uh, you know it's one of those things. Of, he he did. Up. He really did milk that every moment he had on screen. Yeah. I mean, every all of the main characters did. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing about it as a whole is that there weren't really many wasted moments. Mm -hmm. Like pretty much every moment, there's some at least subtle thing. Yeah. happening as far as like a performance level or like a blocking set dressing yeah. kind of level. Yeah. Which yeah. by the way, we should address when they sit down to have their meal and there's like all these forks. There's like, oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> each other. There's like six spoons in another setting. Yeah. That was so ridiculous and something I don't think I noticed the first time I watched it. Right. That table setting was glorious. Yeah. And well, and then, I like the papers that the, the paper plate plate yeah. that are yeah. curling yeah. up on the yeah. edges. Well, and, then, and then you watch a riff it's <laughs> serving the meat. He's flinging it. He never misses a plate. Just no, plops like, it down on the plate. Yeah. He's, he's like, like frisbeeing it. Yeah, he's like, flat, 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 flat. Which I love that the implication is that Frankenfurter has killed and served so many people that it's just routine to him. <laughs> right. Like, he doesn't even have to think about it. It's just rote muscle memory. No right. thanks given. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the thing about, about Riff Raff that was so... He was the embodiment of no fucks given. <laughs> yeah. If you look past all the weird and, like, horror and she's like, you know, all the set dressing, he is that guy who has been in a job too long and hates it. Yeah, yeah. That's all, on the most basic level when you distill the character, that's Riff Raff. Yeah, yeah. He, he is the <laughs> ultimate in, in disgruntled employees. Yeah, he, yeah. Is, he, he is just, he wants the day to be over, he wants to go <laughs> yeah. home, have a drink, and not have to deal with this shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I never thought about that that way, but that actually makes Oddly yeah. perfect sense. Mm -hmm. When I said we, we we would be returning to Transylvania, I was only referring to Magenta and myself. <laughs> <laughs> you will be remaining here in spirit. <laughs> that, the, the delivery of that bit totally reminded yeah. me of the Half-Life thing. It's like, they're waiting for you, Gordon, in the test chamber. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so say goodbye to all this and hello. To oblivion. I mean, it's like he eats those lines. Yeah, he's yeah like, he's well, that him. voice. I I didn't know where that voice come from came from, but I've used that voice before. Yeah, yeah sure. I've heard that voice, and I didn't realize that that's what that was from. Yeah. so that was fun. 
to now actually getting all of the references that I have heard and kind of know what it's from. Yeah. Right. Now actually getting that that is something that if you are interested in memes and pop culture and references, this is worth a watch at least once just for the Oh, so that's what that's from. That's yeah. what that means. Oh, yeah. that's what that's from. All those aha moments. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what that's from. Because <laughs> yeah. you can get a lot of that. It's just like, there are, you know, it's one of those movies that you just like, okay, yeah. So it, interesting. It's infected the zeitgeist. Yeah. Yes. Well, interesting thing, um, you were talking about the, the dinner scene. Right. And I told the story in the middle, but I'm, I'm going to, in the middle of the movie, I'm going to go ahead and tell the world now. Um... When I was originally watching this on the big screen in Wichita, Friday nights, midnight, um, one night we have a whole bunch of people come in in costume, but not the right costume. <laughs> they look like they're in, you know, old, you know, um, you know, old 1920s costumes. We're going, eh, okay. So as it turns out, uh, when they go, uh, when they go, who set this table? Helen Keller? <laughs> that whole group of them who had basically taken over the center erupts in laughter. And then one of them, <laughs> and then one of them goes, ah! because that was Helen Keller's line throughout most of the, most of the movie, uh, most of the play. The cast they, of Helen Keller, the miracle, the miracle worker, the story of Helen Keller. Yeah. Went to Rocky Horror Picture Show for a cast party as their cast party. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and it was just like, oh my god, how perfect was that? Yeah, this is definitely uh, like now Rocky Horror is definitely cast party material. Oh yeah, it definitely right? is. Uh, it yeah. Sure is. But it's it, party it, material in general. Well, you, but. I, I, did, did you do any theater in, in high school, college at all? Like, no, just classes. Okay. Not any, like, formal The stuff. actual shows? The cast parties get fun and weird. I yeah. would imagine, yeah. <laughs> they, they do. Um, they do. Because Rocky Horror would be perfect cast party material. Right. Um, See, in South although, Texas, yeah. Although I remember one of the, my favorite cast parties, we watched, um, we watched The Muppet Christmas Carol. That is one of my favorite versions. Because it was though. nearly Christmas, and why not? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of cast parties involve watching something and everybody singing along. It's how you. It, it's how a lot of audience participation stuff gets started. Right. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if Rocky Horror audience participation started from a cast party. Yeah. And well, that it created and grew up into. It's own thing. It's a thing, yeah. yeah. But it was, yeah. But going as going when the, with the participation, I think was half the fun for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and and seeing who, because it was a competition too. Who would who would dress up as Rocky or as as uh, Frankenfurter? Mm-hmm. Because that you know part had to be got had to be a guy. You know, in a in a bustier and. and I hope pants. the weather's not too cold. If you're dressed up as Rocky, my God. We were doing right? this in October. We're like dressing down. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we were doing this in October. So that was part of the, that was part of the fun. Was you know was for them was sneaking in. Right. Um, at the time, I could have done Rocky, but there was no way I was just wearing shorts to a movie theater. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, people kind of get the wrong idea. Yeah. 
It wouldn't be a big deal. Now my, now my, depends um, on the theater, I guess. My girlfriend, my fiance, and soon to be wife at the time, did an amazing magenta because she had the hair for it. Wow, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she she would tease her hair out and do her face all white. It was it was amazingly fun. I don't know the first time I watched it if I caught the Bride of Frankenstein thing at the end either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a nice touch. I was wondering if that's what that was around. Yeah, 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 yeah she that. definitely yeah. had Bride of Frankenstein here. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and, of course, talking about innuendo and, and double entendre, every lever in that movie oh, yeah. <laughs> was a penis. It was yep. phallic, yeah. The penis head lever. Yes. <laughs> Why be round when it can be shaped like the head of a penis? Right, exactly. <laughs> every single lever without fail. Yep. Oh, yeah. So yeah, there's that. Design it how you like. Yeah, and there's there's the there's the uh, audience participation part that I screwed up in this like you know oscillatory uh, you know tr- uh, device. You mean yes, a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> They're making one of their own, a government vibrator. <laughs> well, see, then it's not going to be very. It's not going to work very well. <laughs> right. So, exactly. Built by the most build. build. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of a very bad joke, a very bad dirty joke that I heard. Do you tell him. How do you titillate an ocelot? You don't. You oscillate its tits a lot. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's. A, I think that's a perfect example of so, so bad it's good. Right. Yeah. Which is the microcosm of. Yes. New York. So well played. Well played. But yeah, it's just Rocky Horror is one of those movies that. You have to, you can't watch too many times without losing a certain amount of inhibition. Yeah, because you're going, right. okay. Yeah, I've know. seen this 50 million times. Like, yeah, you you're jaded. Yeah, not so much jaded as, you know, you start. No, like that's not a big deal anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. that too. Yeah, yeah, because you get the point of yeah, the, the just leaning into the ridiculousness at every opportunity. And the big deal factor of things that freak out a lot of other people. You're right. going, yeah, right. <laughs> I've watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> well, that's that's a yardstick too, right? That's what I feel is interesting about the movie is for people that haven't seen it, mm-hmm. you can be like, all right, I'm going to show this to them, and based on the reaction, I will learn a lot about this person. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and, and there was uh, something else in the middle of it, and he was talking about Eddie, talking yeah. about motorcycle porn. Tits, tits, tits. <laughs> you know, this is like three pages of, of right. uh, you know, bared women's breasts. I was just going, wow, I don't remember that from watching it on the big screen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, read titties, man. All over the place. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember that one little slip, nipple slip of Nell, <laughs> you know, of, of Columbia, pulling her shirt down and bing! <laughs> yep. like, yep. Turkey's done. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Titty's done. That too. Yeah, but it was just like, you know, and, and I own this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the statues being quite so compromising the first time around. <laughs> right? When, I mean, they just lingers on them, especially Janice. I was just like, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the director is just like every time there's a breast on there you know on on screen that isn't moving i must focus on it right for at least five or six seconds other random thought of mine this is so ripe for a drinking game 
Oh my right? god. Oh yeah, there's so many like, drinking games. There, there must be a million of these drinking games. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this, if you want to decide those, alcohol poisoning. Yeah, it's one of those movies <laughs> where, where you have to be... Excuse me. It's been a long day. Uh, this is one of those movies where you have to be careful with coming up <laughs> with the rules of your uh, yes. drinking game. Yeah. Otherwise, take everyone dies. <laughs> right? So I guess that means every, taking a shot every time you see a boo is out. Yeah, there weren't that many no, boobs. There's, there's not that many boobs. Now, every time Riff and, Riff and Magenta have elbow sex. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it happens enough, but not too much. Right, right. Yeah. Have, let's see if Ethan can dig up those old rules for his 24 drinking game. I will say, that every time they say perimeter... That would be an interesting podcast. Is to record a podcast of everybody doing a drinking game. <laughs> but what what do you do the drinking game to? Right, that's the that's the million we'll dollar question. And also, of course, that. that to uh, be, because uh, we can't go by without me needing to try and plug the podcast, the uh, Patreon. We can't afford to do a drinking game right now because I feel like part of what we would need to do for a drinking game would be a live reaction to media and I and my recording setup is not yet um, is not yet strong enough to record voices without recording a television too and then we run into all of the copyright problems mm. however you dear listener can help with that by contributing to our patreon <laughs> patreon.com slash working theory or even just a one-time <laughs> donation via stripe or paypal on our website www.workingtheoryproductions.com um, yeah. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> plug aside and recordings aside, we should do a drinking game. I don't disagree. Yes, regardless. No, I'm the only one who frequently drinks on this podcast, and it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not entirely accurate. That frequently I'm sure. drinks. I'm not usually in the podcast, so mm-hmm. that's probably. So you're batting a thousand. So far, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I have run out of things to say other than my brain kind of hurts. Um, from watching this, it was good, <laughs> but it's like it was delightfully <laughs> bad. Yes, <laughs> but that's the beauty. Of it. That is the beauty of it, you know. And and it brings back memories for me, which is you know scary to say. <laughs> but well, at least the the memories are there, right? What? <laughs> what were we, were we, memories of what? What were you talking about? Yeah, what were we talking about? But it, it's. The programming's wearing off. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, because Tim Curry is... Tim Curry. Well, and he's in his... He's, he, his health is declining. It is a shame, yes. Sad, Which right? is a shame. And he had a stroke a while back, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A good while back. And he's, you know... But seeing this, I mean, it makes me realize, yeah, this dude lived an amazing... Has lived... Is living an amazing life. Well, it's nice to see that, you know, people... It's nice to see people get respect for such an amazing like performance and legacy. Like while they're still alive, yeah, so yeah. they appreciate it. They don't because there's so many times where, and this is anything, not just acting. Like, you know, writers, musicians, singers, whatever it is, whatever art or you know contribution someone has. There's so many times where, like, their work isn't published until after they're dead, or just all these things. Yeah. Where they don't get to see the fruits of their labor. So it's cool that this is like such a giant. Like, this is a Rocky Horror is such a phenomenon. And he's such a central yeah. part to that. It's cool to know that he gets to actually like see people. Cause, and that's the thing, too, right? Is And it, this goes beyond just you know artistic professions. Like Whenever someone does something and they get to see someone else like benefit from it or enjoy it or whatever it is, 
then that's cool, and it's nice to see people, you know, get to be fulfilled. You know? yeah. It's like, for example, if someone's like a guidance counselor, and then someone comes back 10 years later and is like, oh, hey, you know, I, I went to this school, I got this job or whatever, and like, you know, like they know, or a teacher or whatever, like they know that they had, you know, that impact. So mm-hmm. it's, it's cool, you know, yeah. if nothing else, that it's appreciated. Yeah. And, and, you know, kind of along those lines, um, to brag just a little bit, this morning, I got an email from somebody who said that they had finished, they had basically, they had been reading my blogs and, you know, you know, following my career as a writer, and because of that, they had gone and done their own book. Right. Um, you know, and I was just like, wow. And, you know, and, and like so many fans, you know, even of, you know, some minor little guy like me, you know, the, the, the uh, the hipster's wet dream, right? Know, that obscure author no one's ever heard of. Yeah, so he's an indie author you've probably never heard of him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so I really will finish my book that you throw the scarf at some point, by the way. Right, because <laughs> I already got the glasses. You need to get them big, big and rimmed. But anyways, um, for someone like me, that's the ultimate in. There's no award or anything like that that can that can. Right. And the thing is, is don't except maybe an Eisner. Uh, no, that. Don't dream it, be it. Mm. If there's any message to that movie, <laughs> when you realize what he's singing about is his own past, mm. you know, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Just don't, don't, just don't be raping. Yeah, no. yeah, and, and uh, yeah. If, if your dreams are creating artificial life forms and murdering and raping people, maybe don't do those things. Yeah. Right, and and, and even <laughs> even you know. Even beyond that, don't hire, you know, don't hire um, servants from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Especially ancestral, um, you know. Ancestral brothers and sisters. Brother, ancestral siblings. Siblings. Yeah. Who also happen to be psychotic. Right, yeah. So be careful of who you hire. <laughs> background checks. That's the, yeah, I was going to say, that's one of the... <laughs> if they show up with that's a one of the ways, curve, background checks curves up where they have like a scorpion, or if he has a three-pronged dildo-looking gun. <laughs> with, by the way, of all the special, quote-unquote, special effects in that movie, <laughs> that laser thing may be the... Corniest? The corniest of them all, yes. I don't know. The tower that Rocky was climbing at was clearly made out of cardboard. <laughs> it was fantastic. But I feel like the the laser is the most like visceral in its cheesiness. Oh, yeah. Just my, my personal I mean, opinion. it was... Yeah, because, I mean, what's with a lightning bolt that's sticking up, you know? It's just lights, and then they're, like, yes. reacting, and it's like, oh. Yeah. It's like in the prequels of Star Wars, where they're trying to act against a green screen, and it doesn't go well. Right. Yep, totally, yep, totally. This is a shorter episode, but that was because um, Rocky Horror, it, it's worth an experience. It's a yeah, cultural it's There's, a cultural there's only so much of it that really, I mean, you can't, it's like the Matrix, right? Yeah. You can't, no one can be told what Rocky Horror is, they have to see it for themselves. Yeah. There's only so much that it can be talked about and have much meaning. Yeah. It's like from just kind of general concepts and trivia and all that good stuff. So... Are we to the point of final thoughts? I believe so, yes. In the beginning, there were lips. <laughs> they were magentas. They were magentas. Mm-hmm. Were they? I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, those are magentas. Ah, speaking of trivia, there you go. Uh, final thoughts. My, my final thought would be um, 
if you haven't seen it, see it. If you've seen it, see it Again. at least one or two more times. <laughs> because this is definitely something you get uh, more out of by uh, experiencing it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my final thought is... Um, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. That was weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I mean, you knew it was going to be weird. But. Yeah, I don't feel diminished from having experienced it, but I feel like I just... I feel like I was high for the last hour. Right. Because you were... <laughs> Did you see the roach that he picked up? <laughs> well, I mean, Richard O'Brien was probably high. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, though, right? It it's was like, the 70s. Mm-hmm. To, to get a little more serious for a second, like, there's... For you, Neil, there's the concept of what you have been told it is. Yeah. In the songs, like, the exposure you've had. Yeah. And then there's actually experiencing it. Yeah. And there's, you know, often something can be put on a pedestal or something can be mysterious, mm-hmm. especially with having the theater background and all yeah. that. And, you know, being parts of cast and all that. So mm-hmm. that must be surreal to actually experience it. Was very, very surreal. I'm not mm-hmm. complaining, but it was... Well, I feel like I was high for the last hour. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a mind it's a mind fuck, and they say so. So it's so it's kind of how I felt when you had me watch um, Buckaroo Banzai. Yes, Buckaroo Banzai across his yeah. adventures across and his adventures dimension. across the eighth dimension. One yeah. of the longest titles I've ever seen. Well, right up there with "Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Gin and Juice in the Hood," or the. Uh, <laughs> Or the incredibly mixed up creatures that died and then turned into and then turned into zombies. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, that is a real title, folks. But Are these all animes? Uh, no, no. Uh, all incredible, <laughs> incredibly mixed up, mixed up creatures is a B movies. An uh, old B movie. MST three hated an episode on them. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's fitting. This was, movie. This has been uh, this has been a fun month. Um, Taking submissions now for what we should talk about next October, so maybe we have this a little bit more planned out. All right, um, things you should talk about things so, and stuff. That is so very and useful junk. and helpful. <laughs> no, no, yeah. things, not stuff. Screw stuff. Things all the way. Mm. Stranger things. This has uh, <laughs> been yeah, but we're gonna anyway. That's been <laughs> uh, this has been Neil, the one true Ben, Tiffany, Mike, likes it. And you have listened to Geek Fanpology. Don't dream it, be it. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter A and the number 27. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by making a one-time donation at our website, or on Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. A final thought. And then a step to the right. <laughs>